Okay. Seriously though, I am over the moon. Why do I feel over the moon? I just feel over the moon because I feel like I've been given the keys to like, you know, what people would call like maybe a Ferrari or like a convertible or something like, and they can just go and play, right? I feel like I've gotten my own keys to my own opportunities and space to do that in a way that I never really gave myself permission to feel like I had that ability or permission to before. I just always kind of felt like timid and feeling like, oh, well, I don't have skills in this area. So I guess I can only really like have these keys to the Ferrari, but I'll just sit here and wait for somebody else to come along who does know how to drive to, to then drive it when they want to. But all the while I have keys to this Ferrari, right? And so now recently I just felt like I have this, not just keys to a Ferrari, but now I have skills to know how to drive it. Um, even the beginning skills, right? Like I don't have to be this master teacher of how to drive a Ferrari, right? But I can at least have the basics down so I can start playing with that, right? I'm being like, oh, this is where the gas pedals are. This is where the stop, the brakes. And like these are, you know, this is where the keys go in. These are like the different settings for things. And that's kind of how I'm feeling right now to set up my space for sustainability in mind. Because I think for a while there, I just kind of like had the keys to my Ferrari, which I'm basically using as a symbol analogy of my home, right? But I only really used it for like spontaneous purposes. Used it for sleep, used it for the random meals that I might make, used it for the random play spaces we might do in a day, and then we're done with it. And then we just rinse and repeat for the next day, right? So, but there was never ever real, a really a, a rhythm and an order to things in a way that, that one could come into the space and be like, oh, like this is how the space is run, right? And, and that kind of rhythm, right? Because I feel like there's some kind of power in that kind of a rhythm. I can't really describe it. It's almost like having a Ferrari where the steering wheel is always where the steering wheel is, right? And, and the, the gas is always where the gas is and the brakes and stuff so that when you have a, this driving experience, you, you don't have to worry about learning how to drive every day that you drive over again because it's a new car every day, right? You can just be like, oh, I already knew this and I can just run with it today, right? That's kind of how I feel like it's been for me in like running my home. It's like it's a new house every day because everything is in a different place every day and I'm just like going with it every day kind of thing and trying to find my happy, cheerful self amongst having a Ferrari that changes every day kind of thing and is not where it was yesterday and so I'm learning how to drive again every single day. Um, in a different vehicle. And so it's been really fun to actually hunger down and be like, okay, but seriously though, if I were to transition from like a play Ferrari, which is like kind of like a playhouse where you like structure it different every day and you just play with like different situations of like, oh, today we're going to go to Africa or today we're going to do this and all of that kind of stuff and realize that yes, we can do those kinds of things in, you know, in like kind of like boxed in a little bit kind of spaces, but everything else in that Ferrari needs to stay at a certain level of the same so that it can actually be useful to be able to drive it, right? To drive it to where we want to go, right? It wouldn't be useful to just like play with the Ferrari in, in a sense to just pull it all apart 
Yes, if it was broken and you were just going in the direction of like, it's broken anyways, we're just gonna learn here with it. But if you have like this brand new Ferrari, it's not the time to like be deconstructing it. And you know, like that's not the best use of this Ferrari. The best use of it would be to be able to drive it and allow it to take you places and allow for it to help you to, to do some things that a broken down Ferrari couldn't do, right? And so that's kind of where I'm seeing this space right now. It's like, I have a Ferrari, this is my home. It's a useful home. There's a lot of good aspects of it. It's, it can keep us warm. It can shelter us. It has some spaces that we can use for cleaning, for food prep, for meals, like for eating. It has spaces for us to draw, to like read together, to, you know, to do a good chunk of things, right? And, and now, just recently, I've just been getting a lot more honest about what do I want my food storage to look like? What do I want my fun storage to look like? What do I want my garden storage to look like? Like, if we did not have electricity, right? Like, I love that kind of mentality. Because that's, because you know, when I think about the disasters of the area that are the most common, typically it's a blackout kind of situation. So you want to make sure you have the firewood. You want to make sure you have food that you know that you would make and eat in a blackout and that it wouldn't be too stressful to, to just pull out if you just needed to have that fix you know, while you're in this new stressful situation anyways, right? So that's when it would make sense to have some of those canned foods, right? Because in a blackout, you would just open it up and eat it, right? You wouldn't even need to heat it up because it was already done, right? And you don't even need a can opener. You just open it up and pop it open, right? So that's when it makes a lot of sense to me why this canning biz makes a lot of sense, right? Because there's not a lot of prep involved. All the prep has already happened because you're in an emergency situation, right? So I like that. I like knowing, feeling like I could have like a good, you know, three months storage of that, for example, you know, as a basic, just, just to get things going and, you know, cause, and, or even just like as a winter supply, right? So then, you know, I know I'm just going to be eating fresh in the summer anyway. So like, it doesn't make sense for me logically to just depend on canned stuff when I can just eat fresh anyways in the summer when, when that can be so abundant. So anyways, I just feel like I'm getting super empowered right now to really see how I can frame everything in a way that makes the most sense, right? Yeah, like canned food, like like food that you have canned for like blackout situations. You know, other situations could mean like, hey, make sure I have the seaweed supply, right? Make sure I have, you know, if I did want to do some cooking eventually because it's some kind of a long-term situation where we're going to be like this for a while. Okay, let's have some, some like, you know, tinfoil available. Let's have some some foods that we would put in the fire, maybe some foods that we would put on, on the stove top and that kind of thing, right? And that's why it's fun to have all these camping experiences beforehand because then you kind of have a good sense of like what, what are fun foods to make over the fire because in all honesty, cooking over the fire is not very efficient, right? It, it, there isn't like the same level of measurement and perfection in like knowing how hot your stuff is so that you can know it's done or all of that kind of stuff. It just, it's just one of those kind of slow cook kind of experiences. You just have to expect it's going to be a slow cook experience. 
So then you have to think to yourself, okay, what would be a slow cook experience I'd be okay with? I love stews, right? I love the idea of a crock pot that has like all these vegetables and water and salt or whatever, and it's just hanging out and getting warmed up over time, right? I don't mind those kinds of things. Even with natural yeast, right? I don't mind having water and flour and you just keep mixing it up and then you just fry it up or something, right? And just feel like that's awesome. Like, I think that's a beautiful thing. Um, and then, you know, and then that kind of takes care of those things, right? For the basics of food. Um, and then in the, you know, in the certain season, then you have the gardening that you can do throughout the days. And then to have like the water supply and then to also learn how to garden with this drought thing in mind, right? Where you would be hauling water. So how do you garden in a, such a way so that you're not wasting as much water as possible? I think that's incredible skill to learn for sure. And I'm excited to like just delve more deeply into that. And, and then you get into the fun storage stuff, right? So then I picture myself, blackout situation, here we are, what would be the best situations? Well then of course it's like, oh, you need a big white sheet to put up so you can do like hand puppet stuff, right? Like that'd be awesome. You need to have like fun curtains, right? You need to have some curtain rods hung up, not just to keep the heat in, but also to play like theater, right? And have different people come up with different skits and different people to come up with different songs. And you know, like it, then in those situations, it makes the most sense. Oh, how can we have like a little lantern system that's set up over the piano, for example, right? So that it could still be used in a situation where we're in the dark, right? Or like, how can we get instruments in a way that, that could be easily used in the dark, right? Like you wouldn't have, it's not too complicated that you wouldn't be able to figure it out, you know? Cause like that's, that's kind of the direction that I go when I think of nighttime fun. It's like, it's gotta be a variety show. It just gotta be, right? That's, that's the best use of that level of energy and resources. It's gotta be variety show, it's gotta be stories, you know, on the off days, then it's like, hey, you're, you're making your repairs or you're making new creative projects, right? Kind of like the whole farmer boy situation. And like, and then it's like, hey, we're, we have like supplies to be able to draw and write with, right? Like, so that we can come up with like simulations or stories or plays or things like that. And we have places to be able to decompress and express ourselves, right? Through drawings, through writings through record keeping, like those are just sanity pieces that I really feel like are so important um, to honor and to, to make sure are an important aspect of what we're doing. So I think that's beautiful. And it's really interesting for me to like see how that can be a thing. And then throughout the daytime, I can see like the fun is for sure just like it's the wild crafting. It's the walks. It's the you know, discovering and adventuring and, and, you know, scavenging and, you know, all of that kind of energy, right? Plus being able to create food situation opportunities where you're creating food in a simple enough way that it can be packaged so you can package it into your bag as you go on your scavenging kind of adventure things, right? So then we have a set up system for for not just eating in the meal, but like also potentially being able to pack up and be able to then, then go and do. 
And then that makes me consider, you know, the, the clothing situation, right? Having enough clothes where you have enough clothes for the whole season, for all of the seasons, um, for the next year, right? Year to two years, right? And then that makes me feel a lot more open to be like, no, that makes total sense. Why there's a food storage, a fun storage, like a garden storage, a clothing storage, and, you know, and all the in-betweens of like what you'll need for the hygiene, what you'll need for, you know, the cleanliness and, you know, basically like having this like bug house mentality, you know, like if you're going to set yourself up to not have to feel like, you know, if you're in a situation where you're stuck, you're not actually stuck. You've actually created your own paradise and you've created a situation where, you know, you're not the only one that has to, that is served in this kind of situation, but you can actually open it up so that, you know, if part of your storage plan, your storage safety plan isn't just, oh, I'm going to enjoy doing all these things by myself with my own family. No, this is a storage plan, safety plan that's going to work for you know, maintaining some of those other aspects of life that we saw clearly, you know, during pandemic life, how important it is to still maintain a social life, even if you're in a survival space, maybe even most especially when you're in a survival mode, right? Like to be able to maintain and keep up with these kinds of routines of like having people over to do different things, like doing the doing all the things that you would be doing for survival anyways, but doing them with other families so it becomes kind of a bee, right? And then, and, and learning how to do these things together and, and maintaining those contacts with people and knowing where they live and, and being able to go and visit them and say hi. And, you know, like if everything went down, like you would know how to get to their house, right? In a safe way. And like, that's why it is super useful having a bike, right? Versus just like depending on, you know, gas and stuff like that. Like a bike can, can get you places in a way that walking can't always, um, especially if you're limited on energy, you know, if you can just pump, pump, pump the bike, boom, you're there. Right. And then you can use your energy for other things in the day too. So I'm just super smitten. I'm just like over the moon, like, oh man, this is beautiful. This is such a beautiful thing that, that I have opened my doors to and I'm just so, so, so excited to just see the potential of creating a culture of being able to just know where we're going and knowing that it's worth our time to have certain things that are going to assist us now and later, right? And that it's not a waste of time. It's not a waste of resources. It's not being off the mark, but actually is being very wise and being a good steward of my time, my resources, my planning, my desires in dream building and in sustainability and all of those kinds of things, right? So yeah, like I'm just, I'm just super smitten, really. I'm just like super happy that this can be a thing. Like we can totally do this. I think the only big changes I would make probably is like having some kind of a space that's a little bit more, I guess like a little bit more wise, right? Because if I was to be honest about the storage space, the food storage space, the fun storage space, the garden storage space, the, um, you know, like survival kind of stuff, 
it for sure doesn't feel like it could last very long in a space that's contained in what I have currently, right? Like, because the number of children that we have, the number of adults, and, you know, all of that, like, it just takes up space, right? Like, because if, if I'm going to have space for food, it's going to take up a certain amount. And then space for food, you know, it just goes on and on. Um, so then if I could be honest, it's like, okay, I get it. I need a space that I can live in where I'm going to have enough space for all that I need for food storage, food storage, clothing storage, um, and yeah, that kind of stuff, right? Plus living space, right? And plus social space, right? So I'm just, I'm really smitten to just kind of like open up the doors to this kind of opportunity of thinking in this way. And I really want to just like build it out in a way that is ambitious, right? Like I just, I want to go and spend time with my friends that are ambitious, you know, friends that have like built their own house and like, you know, changed spaces that they live in to make it work for their sustainability plans, right? And just like be so much more wise with what makes sense for me and my family and what what would make it so we can be taken care of and we can have extra to take care of other people because we are going to minister to other people and we are going to be happy to share, right? We don't ever... Because that, that was the thing that I thought of the other day. It's like, what would be one of my worst fears, right? One of my worst fears and nightmares would actually be that I, you know, I passed away basically before... I had the opportunity to be able to teach all my children all that I felt like was mine to teach them, right? And that they were not prepared enough for some of the key things that they would need to be prepared for to, to you know, like fruition as a daughter of a king or as a son of a king kind of thing. And that they would have had that loss of an opportunity to be connected with the attachment as well as the... Um, the knowledge and skill sets that would empower them to feel like they could they could be self-sustainable and then teach it to others, basically, right? Like, I totally want to be supportive in any way possible so that I can help all of my people get to a point where they're not only proud of feeling like they can have that sense of accomplishment to do anything that they can conceive, basically, but that they can also have the skills to pass it on as well in a way that can be easily digested by any age, any background, and, and be able to perpetuate that, right? So, super excited. Super excited. I'm like dropping things all over the place because I'm so excited. 